Thank you for listening to a Christ-centered message from Grace Community Church. We are committed to proclaiming the authority of God's Word without apology and trust that you will receive encouragement as we study today's passage together. Preparing for today, uh, Pastor wanted me to share my testimony. And, and when I think about it, I, I thought about it and I, I broke it down to three points. Um, one, I guess it would be like kind of my base testimony. And then what I believe in the path that I've been on. My story starts out um, when I was young. Um, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, my parents, they, they taught me, they taught us morals. They taught us right and wrong. They taught us that you should watch who you hang out with, you know, be on guard. Um, they taught us to give. They taught us that when you give, don't, don't let the people know. Give, give for the glory of God. And they taught me that, and, and I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for that opportunity to, to, for all of my youth, that I didn't, I didn't grow up separated from the truth of God. And uh, at, a, at a young moment, at a young time in my life, and, and honestly, this, this is a little hard because I don't remember very well all the details of this, but when I was young, there was a summer camp, and there was a preacher, and they were preaching about God, and they had an invitation. And I remember I was with a friend, and we went forward, and that's, that's about it. That's all I remember. And But I remember it. It stuck out. I don't remember where, I don't remember when, I don't know all the details, but I remember it. And then I started growing up, um, and I had trouble. I remember as a kid, a little kid, I, I stole. Like, I, I stole, I even stole from family. I was, I lied, I knew I lied. And I would lie to cover up the stealing. This is a bad deal, right? Like down, this isn't good, this is a snowball. I had trouble with anger. I remember my parents would give me things to do and I would just be so angry. And um, swearing, I went through a, a time where, man, I had just a potty mouth. And, and I do remember that that seemed to be a short season, but it, it wasn't good. You know, I, I had sin, and, and I knew that that was wrong. I knew all them things were wrong, but I still did them. Um, and, and as I grew up, um, when I got old enough, we started going to the, our youth group. Um, we, we, went, we went to a small church in Emily City, and there was the, the church out in the country. It was Methodist church. There was a church in the country, one in Emily City, and they shared pastors. And we had, uh, um, pastor was Jim Gavadas. And they had a, uh, a, a youth group, a youth service, and it was big. It was, uh, we, we'd have groups on Sunday night. They called it Sunday Night Live. And it was a good-sized church, and the church would be almost filled. There was, there was kids, and they were preaching. I, I remember there would be, um, they, would, they, would, they would make it fun, 
but it was always, uh, God was always incorporated. The gospel was always incorporated. That there's sin, and, and you, you've got to, that, that sin has to be paid for, and Jesus did it. And I got involved in the youth group. Um, and um, I'd listen, you know, they'd have the messages, and I'd sit there and I'd listen to them. And um, they, they, we went on a mission trip. I, I uh, went with a group to Chicago. And I believe, like I said, my memory's terrible, but I believe that we were helping um, with schools and in the, in the inner city of Chicago. So I, I helped with that. Um, the pastor, he invited me and, and just, I think it was three other, other girls. And he had a, a, just a small teaching um, uh, thing that he did. And it was multiple, multiple weeks. And... And I don't remember a lot of it, but he was he, he he preached and he he invested into us that small group of people our pastor invested into. Um, I stayed involved, um, and things were different. Um, I had friends that not all of them were the the best friends, you know, morally. Um, and we would go, we would do things. I'd stay at their house, and Saturday night, we'd stay up really late and probably do stuff we shouldn't have been doing. And then Sunday morning, they'd all sleep in, and I'd, I'd sneak out, and, and I, we went to church. And, and, it, and it was different. Uh, my life was different. Like, they, they had no desire to go to church. And their, and, their, and their parents didn't have desire to go to church. I had a desire. My parents had a desire for us to go to church. And, and I would invite my friends. Um, I would invite them to go to church and come to youth group, the mostly youth group, because that was more geared towards the youth. And um, I thought it would maybe be um, fun for them, but also slip in, you know, slip in about God. And I remember um, I, I had a friend named Matt. And I'd, and I'd ask him, come to youth group with us. He, he was my best friend. And he, I, I don't know if it was his parents that wouldn't let him go. I, I, I don't know if it was what it was, but he, he wouldn't go. And one day I was, we were supposed to do something, and, and all day I was just a little bit mad. He was with a different friend, and, and I was it bugged me. I'm like, well, I, we, we should be doing something. And, and all day I was trying to get a hold of him. And at the end of the day, his parents picked up the phone. And he'd been killed in a car accident. Did it hurt? I mean, he was my friend, you know. And I thought about it, and I, how do you handle that? How do you... How does God deal with that? But I had a heart for for friends and so that was a that was a hard time in my life. Um, but that was a point in my life that that God was working in, and I had people that helped me through that hardship. Mary was one of them. I remember she came and. I was sitting and just crying in a parking lot, and she found me. I believe it was probably about seventh or eighth grade. My parents decided to send me to Christian school. Um, things in the public school weren't going really good, and, and, and 
they decided to send me to Christian school. And I'm thankful for that. My parents, they sacrificed so that we could go to a school that taught about God. And for me, in the, in the beginning, it was weird. Like, you took your Bible to school. Like, whoa, that's, you don't do that, you know? And, and, they, and we went to this little... Um, we went to this little school in Emily City, and it was a Baptist school. And man, they were strict. They were strict. You, you, your skirt had to be just right. And the, 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 this is the truth. The, um, the, boy, the, the boys couldn't wear blue jeans because blue jean and denim and demon. And, and it, was, it was like, it was, it was, a, it was a shock to me. And ultimately we we weren't it was a baptist school we weren't uh we didn't go to a baptist church and there was i think there was some friction about that and and we ended up leaving and uh but I, i'll tell you one thing when i was at that school the 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 time in my life that i had the best scripture memorization that i've had was at that school and um you know maybe there was some things we didn't agree with but there was good there, and, and that was another part of my path. Um, after that, we went to another small school, um, Emily City Christian School, and uh, it started out when I started, um, I, there wasn't a lot of kids in the class, and, and I think it was one year that I went, and I may have been the only person in my grade. I believe and then we got this new student for the boys I was the only one and then we got this new student and he, he wasn't the best influence and uh, and I got I got to be really mean towards my teacher and you got to understand like our whole high school had 10 people maybe okay so like every like everyone was everything like everyone knew like and uh, and I, I would be mean to him, and, and me and that other guy, we kind of ganged up on him, and then we were mean to some of the other kids, and, and, and I had a teacher, and his name was Bob DeWeird, and, and he taught kind of everything. <laughs> and and uh, he, he knew that that wasn't me, and he'd take me aside, and he'd be like, Jay, you don't, you don't have to be like this. You don't have to, you don't have to act like him. And he cared. He 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 stood up for me. And um, by the time that uh, by the time that I graduated, I'd I'd kind of kind of cleaned up a little bit, you know. I I I kind of shied away from him a little more, and and uh, I'm proud to say I graduated I graduated second in my class, <laughs> and th things were things were. <laughs> There, there was supposed to be four of us in, in my class. One, one didn't make it, so there was three. I graduated second, so I did pretty good, you know. And, but I'd, I'd started, I'd started uh, to, to change even more. And um, when, I, when I got out of school, um, I started going to Columbus Bible Church. Um, I started going with my parents. It was probably around 2000, and I didn't really know anyone there, just just my parents. And uh, Pastor Woody was the sermon, uh, the the pastor. I'm sorry. And Pastor would stand up there week 
after week after week. And, and if you went through a service of his and you didn't hear the gospel, then you were sleeping. He preached the word of God. And he, and he preached that there's sin, you must repent, you must accept Jesus, and Jesus is a salvation. He teached that it's not us, it's all God. And, 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 and I, would, I would sit there, and, and he'd, he'd have an invitation every week, every week. And I'd sit there, and, I, and I'd always pray, I'd pray with him. I'd say, Lord, uh, I trust you, save me, I trust, you know. And, and it came to a point where I realized I had been, I had been saved. I had put my trust in Jesus. And that I didn't need to sit there and, and, and pray that prayer every time. And my response after that point was that I need to get baptized. I need to do a public profession of faith. And our, they, at their church, they had, uh, they had uh, uh, John and Jesse Osteen. They had a pond. And they would open up their house and their property, and the whole church would go out there. And they'd, I think it was just once a year, and they'd try to do it when it was warm. And they would, they would have a, a baptism service at that pond. And it was 2002, and I was baptized. And, and I thank the Lord for that. I thank, I thank the Lord for Woody preaching the truth, just like Pastor, Pastor preaches the truth. In 2004, in May of 2004, the Lord blessed me with Mary, and, and we were married, and I love her. And, and um, sh shortly after we were married, um, we, we were going to church, we were married, we got, our service was at her church, and then we decided after we got married that we'd go to Columbus Bible. And shortly after we were married, we, uh, I started helping in the Iwana program. And, and I had a desire to help. I just, if, if there was help needed, we'll do it. If I can do it, I'll help. And I started helping, and, and, every, and the kids, they'd just be so fired up, and the singing. And, and uh, once in a while, we'd get a, a chance to... They, in the early parts, they would ask the, the leaders uh, just to do a small devotion. And, and I did a couple devotions for it. And um, it, was, it was years ago when I started. And back then, we played dodgeball with ball, I mean, balls. And, and, and I always remember, they'd, they'd, it'd always end up, there'd be one or two girls and a, and a slew of boys on the other side. And, and I'd jump in, and I'd just help them girls. <laughs> And, but it was good, you know. Uh, it was a way to serve. It, it wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't hard for me. It just. It just seemed to come natural. And uh, that's that's been a, a big part of my life. Um, so, part of my testimony is what I believe. Um, I think that's important. Um, I believe in God, the creator, creator of everything. Everything we see, everything we don't see, he created it. I believe in Jesus Christ, that he was sent. He was sent for me. He was sent for you, if you will accept him. He was sent to pay the, the, the sin problem that we have that I can't fix. I believe the sin is deadly. 
If we don't accept Christ, there isn't any hope. I believe that the Bible is the word of God, that we must have faith in that word. And, and everything we do as Christians in our, in our walk should be based on the Bible. I believe that I will have eternal life because of what Jesus did on the cross, not what I did. I believe that. I believe that faith is essential to a believer in their walk. And I also believe that we're not here by chance. I don't believe anyone here is here by chance. If you're watching online, I don't think it's by chance. I don't think it was chance that all them people throughout my life invested what, whatever little part they did. I don't believe that was by chance. And last week, um, in our catechism question type things, it was, what is God? And at the end of that, it, 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 it just got hammered in my head. It, it, nothing happens except through him and by his will. That's why we're here today. So um, that's some of what I believe that's some of my testimony, um, and I'd like to talk about my path. I mean, I, we've already talked about it. Um, my path was filled with people. Um, my path started as that young boy, and I believe that the Lord started a work that day that I didn't, I didn't fully know, I didn't fully realize. I, I wasn't always good. I, I had trouble. I didn't always obey. I wasn't always faithful and relationships and things that I did, but God was always faithful to me. Um, in the path, there's my parents, their sacrifices, teachers, pastors, youth pastors, people serving the Lord. Um, you know, I named some of them names. Jerry Bush, that was the name of our, our youth pastor. He, he come from Texas, and, and he before he was a youth pastor, he was like a, I think he was a pretty high up executive in Oscar Meyer and he he, he told us he said I, I had a chance once to drive the the Wienermobile <laughs> and he got pulled over <laughs> and uh, but but he he was I remember that right and, and and it's silly but I remember that I remember that guy he we'd go to his house he would he would his house was open and he and he was a part of it um and, and I may not realize it at the time, um, but the, the Lord has blessed me in so many ways. He's blessed me with Mary. He's blessed me with two children. They, they, in, in their abilities, they already serve. Um, he's blessed me with a, a, a Christian woman that I can live my life with, and I'm thankful for that. Um, so you might be sitting here, and thinking, well, I haven't heard nothing about Grace Community Church. <laughs> so we're going to go there. Um, in the summer of 17, our path led us to Grace Community Church. And I remember we walked in, and every week, Richard would stand back there about where Stephen is, and he would shake our hands, and he would say, welcome. And, and I'll never forget that. He, he always was there. And I couldn't remember his name for multiple weeks, and, and, but he was always there. And that's, that's burnt in my mind. And, and, the, 
and people were just so friendly. And uh, pastor, he quickly stepped in. Um, shortly after we, we came to the church, Mary lost her sister to cancer, and it was hard. And pastor was there. He was there. And, and he loved us. He comforted us. And he helped us through that hard time. At some point, um, Russ, I, we, I hit it off well with Russ, and we were new. And he says, hey, he says, let's do a trip to the ark. Why don't you help head it up? <laughs> and I, I, all right, well, I'll do it. And, and, and I, I remember some awkward phone calls because I would, they gave, we had to sign up, and they gave us a list, and there's all these names, and I don't know none of these people. They didn't know me, and I'd call them, and some, some calls I didn't get back, and then some of the people that answered, there was like this awkward silence. But, but he was right. He said, it'll help you to get to know the people, and, and, that, and that's the truth. I, I remember it, you know. I remember them names. Some of them names to this day, I remember that I remembered the names, but I didn't know who they were. But I remember that, and, and Russ has been good to me. Um, I believe it was in 2017, um, we became members here at the church. And I wanna say that I am proud to be a member of a church that it's not sugar-coated. There's, there's life, there's death, there's truth, there's false. And, and, and I'm proud that this church is based on the Word of God and submitted to the Word of God. And, I, and I'm proud to be a part of that. And um, as, we, as we grew um, and we became members, I started um, helping with the Iwana program here at this church. And, and then the, the small groups, um, they kind I think they changed the structure a little bit, and they, they started doing small groups based on, uh, the, the devotion would be based on the sermon, um, so that we could go over the sermon. And we, we got involved in the small groups, and I have got to tell you that our small groups are a huge part of my life. Uh, people that I may have never really had a relationship. Maybe I'd know their name or maybe I'd talk to them. But because of the small group, um, we have life with them. We, we, we share our good times. We share our bad times. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for, for everyone in our group. I'm thankful for their devotion. And I'm, I'm thankful for the friendship of that. And, and when it started out, um, for our group at least, um, there was times when we'd split up with the guys, it would just be me and Russ. Um, it wasn't always, you know, big numbers, but them times were valuable. And um, I'm thankful for that. That's, that's, a, big, that's a big part. Um, men's Bible studies, we'd come and, and, and we'd have Bible studies and we'd learn, we'd learn about, uh, we, we'd pray, we'd do different studies. And uh, we would, we'd, we did a, a lesson on eldership and what it means. And 
to 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 summarize mostly just to say to shepherd to shepherd the flock to shepherd the people and uh i'm thankful for that um yesterday was for me a powerful moment we had men that just prayed and they, we prayed for the church and and they prayed for me they prayed for my family and that was powerful to be a part of that is is powerful and uh Grace Community Church has has been a big part of my growth, um, my my willingness to serve, the teaching. Um, it's been a big part of it. Um, when I was, I told you I'm quiet, and when it's probably close to thirty years ago, as I was preparing for this, I I, I was looking back. And I remember in that Methodist church, in the youth group, there was a time when, for, for whatever reason, I felt like I should sing a song. And that's not me. I don't sing, right? And, and, and I never did it. Um, but I always remembered the song. And when I was preparing for this, I looked it up. And, and I thought it was quite fitting. Um, it was, I think it's just an older hymnal. Um, it was in our Methodist hymnal book. And uh, it was, Here I Am, Lord. And the song reminds me of, um, it reminds me of some of the Israelites, reminds me of God, reminds me of salvation. And uh, I, the Lord of sea and sky, I've heard my people cry. All who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? And on the chorus it says, Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. And today as, as we... As I make this commitment, I look back at that, and that, like I said, that was almost 30 years ago, and I, I never did it. I never sang it. But these words, they seem so fitting. And that last part, I will hold your people in my heart. And, and that's part of what I believe eldership is. And um, just supporting the church and, and helping with that. I want to kind of wrap it up by saying that that I'm just a man, okay? I, I I like building engines and machining things and hunting and I got a pet pig. I'm nothing <laughs> nothing special. I'm not special. I don't have any crazy talent. At times, I feel like. There's things I can't do, or 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 that that mountain's too big, and I'm a sinner. But what you guys can't see is uh, there's a column that I just read them things, but then there's a second side, and that second side is what I need to focus on. The second side says, "No, I'm not just a man. I'm created by God in His image. I'm uniquely designed." By my Creator. God will provide 
me power to do his will. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And even though I am a sinner, I'm a sinner saved by the grace of God. Um, as, as I take this step today, I just my prayer is that I will continue to focus on the Lord and, and I will serve him. And, and my testimony is all them things. And, and I don't believe that it's just going to end today. And it's not just that one moment or, or anything. It's the whole journey that I've been on and the people that have been in that. And maybe someday I'll be some, a part of someone's journey. So that's what I have. Thank you again for listening to Teaching from the Word at Grace Community Church. We are located in Richmond, Michigan. You can find us online at mygracechurch.com. Please subscribe and follow us at My Grace Church. It would be greatly appreciated if you would take a moment to rate, like, and share this message. We want you to always remember that you are loved.